What is pain? Oxford's English dig. No, I'm kidding. Seriously. Pain is rooting for the Dallas Cowboys. My name's Andy Catelli. Benjamin T. Walker. This is Boys Will Be Boys. <sighs> you know, Week Ben, this was a four. this is one of those games that made me want to go dark, dude. I kind of wanted to just like abandon ship. You know, I really didn't because I kind of expected us to lose. So did um, I, but, but yet they find a way Dallas, to rip your heart out. It's just how Dallas chooses to lose that's always so upsetting. <sighs> We're going to go through it. This is going to be a, a slightly different uh, format where, you know, like we've been – ever since the start of the podcast, we've been kind of going play-by-play and – um you know, me and Ben have been talking about it, and we, we kind of want to get a little more casual with it, you know? Just a little more riffing, a little less just reading plays. So we're going to go drive by drive as usual, but instead of reading every play, we'll be kind of highlighting the major plays, the big moments of the game, and generally just kind of talking amongst ourselves about what happened. Um, Who do we so want to curse we'll just... out for that particular play or praise or, you know, yeah. uh, what drive Connor Williams kills, which is no, usually we'll good for one there. or two. We'll fucking get there. Ben, uh, I guess we'll start off with, uh, you know, what was your viewing experience like for this game? Yeah, I was with our uh, uh, friend of the pod, Mr. Mister Z-Love. Uh, we went to a bar. Actually, funny enough, I walked into this bar. You guys have started was- watching a lot of games together. That's pretty tight. I'm kind of jelly. I want to watch games with you and Z-Love. Yeah, yeah. We kind of made it a little little thing this season. But he, um, I walked into this bar, and it was actually the viewing party for – Chicago Bears and man I'll give this Chicago hasn't been very good and I can't remember when I guess they did go to a Super Bowl that they lost but um anyway this place you would never know was filled with Bears fans I mean they go hard for their team man like this was like a completely packed COVID be damned like people going nuts and what's funny is the Bears were playing the Falcons and the Falcons choked away yet another lead uh Nick Foles came in and saved the day for the Bears they scored like 16 points in the fourth and so anyway this bar was going nuts people like taking their jerseys off and swinging it around their heads so me and Zach walked into that and uh, our game was starting right after there so it was fun to see the aftermath of that but that's ultimately where uh me and Zlub watched it. And funny enough, the Bears fans had a lot more enthusiasm than than Dallas did. So that doesn't shock me. I was at home. I watched this game alone. <laughs> it was sad. I did. I turned this game off at one point. Did you really? I turned. It didn't yeah, get that bad. I, dude, there's it, they they just play such a frustrating brand of football now that it's just so like snake bitten mistake ridden coaching bollied we'll get there well let's just dive right in um so obviously the cowboys are playing the seahawks who are led by the uh a player who the league has just decided is winning the mvp and not that he's not playing incredibly well but even even troy aikman made a comment that like there's like this weird concerted effort that like Russell's winning the MVP. Like every graphic now includes like, did you know that Russell Wilson has never received, never received an MVP book? Yeah, that's very strange to me. Um, and luckily the referees got that note too. So they were on board with the narrative. Um, so we'll get right into it. The, Dude, the Seahawks- Russ, I don't know if you know this, Andy. Russ doesn't play for the Seahawks. He plays for Jesus. Russ loves <laughs> I have him. heard that. I have heard that. Um <sighs> I mean, he's really good at football. I can't, I don't hate him or anything, but I know. part of the ugh. hashtag God squad. 
Yeah. So the Seahawks did get the ball first. And uh, honestly, to start the game off, I was pretty, uh, I was pretty excited. Uh, Russell Wilson got sacked on uh, this drive by Alden Smith, who had a hell of a game. Dude, Alden Smith is fucking back, dude. Yeah. I mean, he's leading the NFL in sacks right now. Um, he hasn't he played balled. football in like three years. How weird yeah. is that? And he, he looks like a beast. He, before they forced three and out. Um, and the Cowboys got the ball and they, I mean, no, no explosive plays on the opening drive, just kind of five yards at a time, just picked their way down the field. And um, unfortunately, uh, Slutty Schultz ended up kind of like running a sort of a not great <laughs> route on third and nine uh, that ended in an incompletion. And Greg Zerline kicked a 43 yard field goal. But coming out of the first uh, series of possessions, you're just thinking, you know, okay, three to zero with a three and out from the defense, like not the worst start in the world. I don't hate it. No, you knew you needed to score points in this one. So I was a somewhat bummed, but you're like, okay, opening drive. Let's, we had a, we had a lead, which I don't remember the last time we had a lead early in a, in a game. So exactly. Um, however, when, when Seahawks got the ball back, like, we got him to third down again, and I was kind of like, man, you know, this might be just a big day for the defense. And then they let up a 23-yard run on third down. And then on first and 10 from R43, Tyler Lockett just gets behind the defense and scores a touchdown. I mean, the entire drive took a minute and a half. Um, it became really obvious really quickly that the the secondary, I know it's banged up, but they were just completely outmatched in this game. Um. Sign Earl Thomas, sign Earl Thomas, sign Earl Thomas. If nothing else comes out, that's that's all I want to walk away from this game believing. I've I've now I've now ceased to believe in the narrative that oh man, our precious locker room. God forbid Earl Thomas come in and wreck that. Like yeah, yeah, we're we're, we're like really just given who else the Cowboys have signed in their history. Like is Earl Thomas really gonna like besmirch that legacy? Anything? Is he gonna cost you anything to bring in right now? I mean, unless I mean, I don't know. I'm not Earl Thomas's agent. Maybe he's going around the league being like, I demand ten million dollars or fifteen million dollars a season, or I'm not playing, and that's why he's not gotten signed. But it is bizarre. Um, so Dude, you know, seven to three. Do you let Tyler Lockett get seven yards of separation at least? I mean, Worley is was getting torched. <laughs> Woods was getting torched. I mean, these guys are standing flat footed. Um, don't get me wrong. Like, I think Diggs is a good player for a rookie. And I think he's going to be a really good player. Um, and he has a great moment coming up here, but I mean, he was just getting picked on by Russell Wilson and the wide, the wide receiver core for the so Seahawks you know who does not have a good moment coming up. And that's immediately after the Seahawks score. Um, Tony Pollard decides. What? I, okay. This is it, do you think I got to ask you this? Do you think this is a Tony Pollard thing? Or is this an instruction to run the ball out? Because like, I had, dude, I was going to ask you that too. Because at this point, it's been so ineffective that I can't. Someone had to tell him uh, whether that's McCarthy or the whoever the hell our special teams fucking coach is now that he needs to take the ball out because which is bizarre. The the rules are set up specifically to like de incentivize you to run it out like. You're supposed to run out like one of every 10 under very weird conditions where coverage is broken down. But like they're giving you 25 yards for free. There's almost no value in trying to run a kick out. Teams will try to bait you into running it out. 
because it's yeah. so effective. So like he tries to run this shit out. He starts running before he secures the ball. He muffs this fucking ball. He drops it on the one yard line. Dude, of course has- it's the one. Of course we couldn't have got lucky and it's like, oh yeah, okay. The five. The end zone. Yeah. yeah. So it's the one yard line. We we have to start on our one. We do a handoff to Zeke to try to get some breathing no, room. No, we don't just do a handoff to Zeke. Kellen Moore, boy genius, calls a stretch play. A yeah. fucking stretch run. Like, yeah. that's basically like a outside. Ah, man. Like, just run. So that's cut. So he's running He's running on the turf in the end zone. He slips. I mean, obviously, Connor Williams gets blown the fuck up. There's huge penetration, and Zeke falls down in the end zone, and it's a safety. So, so immediately, it's noting that Tyron Smith missed the game again, Andy, and so yeah, our so offensive line is not very pretty right now. Patchwork OL at this point, pretty terrible. But I got to say, like, I didn't hear the rookies' names that often. Connor Williams had a much worse game than either of these guys that have played Dude, Knight, five games combined. So. Brandon Knight's not terrible. And I'll give this to McCarthy, and we'll – might as well touch on it here. You notice that they kicked Zach Martin out to right tackle at one. Yeah, point. which I didn't think was a terrible decision. I mean, no, that's where you're going to be. That's where your premium pass rushers are going to be. Is that on the edge? So you might as well put your premium blocking talent out there. You're kind of wasting your only good lineman left by having them sit at left guard so, or right guard. So, yeah. Anyway, I thought that was fascinating. But yeah, Connor Williams maybe with like an offensive line that has three players out is still the worst player on that offensive line super terrible honestly how does Connor McGovern not get any reps is he that bad he's either that bad or he's still hurt or whatever but yeah obviously another terrible draft pick I mean this team went from being able to pick do no wrong on O-line talent assessment to like all misses very quickly I agree but Tyler Bayadez or whatever they call him. They're just calling him Tyler Badass, by the way, which I think is cool. Um, he came in and played center. Didn't look too bad. We might we might have a good Wisconsin center. Well, he needed to come in and play better because Joe Looney looks like total trash as well. Well, so. they moved him out to right guard when they moved Zach to right tack. The, the whole O-line is a, a mess. It's a shuffle, right? and they need to gel, and it was bad. So there is a safety. It's 9-3, to three, which – Keep keep count of these like little one to two point things because they add up pretty quickly here. So we have to punt to the Seahawks. Um, again, Alden gets another sack on this drive, which mm-hmm. keep and and again on third and third and long pressures Wilson into a bad pass. So Alden pretty much single handedly stops the Seahawks on this drive. We get the ball back. Um, this was kind of the first time the Cowboys actually. You know, the first drive was pretty good, but they couldn't put it in the end zone. Um, this time around, uh, they do a pretty damn good job. They go 65 yards in three minutes. Uh, Dak d- uh, takes advantage of an offside penalty, does a 28-yard strike to the boy C.D. Lamb, uh, and another 28-yard pass to uh, Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zeke ends up pounding in from the one. Touchdown. However... Greg Zerline shanks the extra point, hits it off the upright. So now that's three points of stupidity. Three, three points, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a problem. He may be a problem all season, Goat, outside of like – I mean, he did just hit a game-winning field goal last week. I'm not going to shoot his head off, but he was let go by the Rams for a reason. That's all. Yeah, I mean, that this is the only part of the game I really blame him for. The next one, I, I – 
It's not yeah, his yeah. fault that his, his kick got tipped. That's special teams being horrific at blocking. But um, so tie game, nine all. Um, at this point, it should be 10 to seven. So, but again, Cowboys giving up the ghost. So the Seahawks get the ball back. And on the third play from scrimmage, they hit a DK Metcalf who is so wide open that it looks he like it's practice. Around. He just so ran right by him. He's gone, but he's so gone that he kind of pulls up and doesn't think anyone's around him. And it, about at the like the one or two yard line, uh, Trayvon Diggs being sneaky sneaks up behind Diggs and punches the ball out through the back of the end zone for a touchback, which is, I mean, don't get me wrong, amazing play, amazing hustle, all props to Diggs. It's a really good way to make up for the fact that you got burnt like toast yeah he did and i once again i think that scheme how you don't have safety help over the top of dk metcalf right now or tyler lockett is beyond me but um yeah i mean i I guess good play you know he's he's been a nice uh i don't know what to call he's he's been a nice spark for that defense he's getting beat a lot there's a lot of growing pains but i think i see something kind of special with him yeah he looks good so what would follow that would be three straight possessions of punts two for the cowboys one for the seahawks um the seahawks get the ball back uh with 11 and a half minutes to play in the second quarter and they go to work the cowboys do get them into a third and 10 where russell wilson is sacked by jordan lewis um luckily the refs bail them out completely on an illegal contact it is mm. one of the more t- one of the top three ticky tacky penalties from this drive. I don't um, remember because there are so many in a row that I don't remember this particular one. I mean, the, they got so hilarious, all, culminating in their masterpiece, the uh, pushing Greg Olson out of bounds one that we'll get to. That was terrible. Um, but again, Cowboys get them to second and nine at the Dallas twenty three, and there's a pick, uh, but they say that there's DPI on Lewis. Uh, Again, not. I mean, oh, these are all yeah. this one. I, okay, the one before I do it was bullshit. This one he did yank his hand, but like while he was running up, I I can see this one of all the ones that got called. This one was the only one I was like, all right, yeah. That. So then first and ten from the Dallas fifteen, and Wilson tries to throw to Greg Olson, uh, and they call DPI on Brandon Carr, which. This was literally Greg Olson and Brandon Carr like hugging each other in the end zone. Yeah. And they call, I mean, it was, it was just like, eventually I literally got to a point right at this point where I was just like, well, they have to score. Like the refs will just keep penalizing us until Seattle scores for sure. And so it took them two tries at the goal line after having their drive bailed out three times by penalty, but they did score. So the Seahawks now are up. 16 to nine. Um, again, score should still be 10, seven, but here we are. So luckily the Cowboys do uh, respond on the next drive. Uh, Quick Dak drive, goes explosive drive. Goes to work. Um, hits Cooper right off the bat, hits Cooper again for 22 yards uh, on the second play. And then uh, first and 10 from the Seattle 40, a 40 yard bomb to Cedric Wilson. His first ever NFL catch is a 40 yard touchdown. I legit didn't even know he got playing time on the offense. So uh, good play, kid. I mean, he out. It was kind of like a breakaway touchdown where 
I don't know if it was blown coverage or he just really did outrun everyone, but he sort of trotted away from every Seahawks defender. Seahawks have been atrocious in their secondary too, but yeah, big play goat. Um, Greg Zerline's Pat got blocked. You don't blame him. I still think, man, as a kicker, you got to be able to elevate balls that don't get blocked on the extra points, but I'd have to. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think this was a situation. I don't think this was a situation where when you watch the replay, it's not like someone jumps up and blocks it. They get penetration through right through the center of the line. They're standing like like two feet in front of his tee. Like, I don't know if there's much you can do there. Yeah, that's fair. I just it. Yeah. Another point, though. So now we have four that we've given away, although you could argue, you know, DK Metcalf shouldn't have fumbled at the one yard line by being a, a Sure. Hot dogging, as my my old man used to say. So already just like one of the more frustrating games between the horrendous penalties and the continuous just dumb points being given away. Um, The Cowboys do get a stop on the next drive, but then when they take back over, uh, Dak tries to throw a pass to Amari Cooper, and unfortunately Shaquille Griffin jumps the route, and there's an interception. There was a lot of keyboard warriors defending Dak after this game. Felt like he was attacked. I'm just going to say something, and I tweeted this out. This is a rule, and if you if you take this rule and always remember it, you'll never, you'll never get upset at slander after game. Quarterbacks get too much praise for wins and too much blame for loss. That is the NFL mantra. Happens to every single quarterback on every single team. And... Yeah, uh, I I'm not I'm gonna nitpick a little bit. Dak was very good in this game. He was damn near what he threw another 450 yards. But this was a really shitty pass at a really time a really bad moment where you can't give points away. On your I, I'm, I'm not even gonna say this was a really shitty pass. I think this was a really good pick. I think Shaquille Shaquille Griffin jumped this route really well. Yeah, I, 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 he I was covered the whole way. Yeah, I mean there there are. If that's a really shitty pass, then 25% of passes in the NFL are really, 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 really shitty passes. <laughs> Those I mean, are passes maybe, made in the I, NFL every day. It, I, I'll rewatch it, but I remember when he first threw I was like, why the fuck did he throw that? Ah, yeah, I mean, like, not, not, my, not my reaction to it, but certainly a, a bad result. So, um, yeah, uh, there's a turnover, and... Uh, the Seahawks get the ball back. Now, again, Cowboys do a pretty good job standing up, but there is this hysterical penalty where this was bad. Jalen Smith comes into contact with Greg Olson, who then two steps later goes out of bounds. And they rule that Jalen Smith pushed him out of bounds seconds before he went out of bounds and he reestablished, they call a penalty on Jalen Smith and give him the completion. I've never seen it happen in the NFL before. Well, they originally, Again, what made it worse is they originally called it like two penalties and it was going to offset. And I was kind of like, okay, well, whatever, no harm done. And then they're just like, nah, I guess only Jalen did this. And it was, and you can't have illegal contact if the passer's out of the pocket, right? Like once he's, I Dude, know. I mean, literally it got to a point where it was just like, it really did feel like they were just like, well, no, like the Seahawks have to score. So it doesn't really matter what the rules are. 
I'm going to throw this flag and they're going to move forward. So that's what the rule is. I was like, okay, guess, fine. Yeah, you're right. I guess, I guess they declined. I forgot he actually caught it after stepping out of bounds, which he sort of did on his own or completely did on his own accord. So, yeah, this one was bad um, and gives them seven points. So that's two touchdowns entirely facilitated by penalty. Like they do not score either one of these without the help of the referee. So super sick first half and the Cowboys to get the ball back and kneel it. So they go into the half down eight. Um, I mean, again, I was just like, it's so, it's so hard to watch football when it just feels like the most valuable player for the other team is wearing stripes. Like how is that fun? Like if, I mean, I guess I would be super dope chill with it if it was the happening to the, in the opposite direction, but I feel like it'd be weird if it was just like every single play was a flag in favor of the Cowboys. I'd be like, this is really strange. I don't really know if this is fun for the game of football to have every play be, no, you breathed on someone. So it's automatic touchdown. And also it's a 15 point touchdown. And also you have to bench one of your starters to play with 10 men for the rest of the game. It just, it got really old really quickly. A weird season where we're one and two and, could easily be three and zero, and could easily be zero and three at the same time. Yeah, without like a couple shitty. little ticky tacky calls here and there. So yeah, it I mean, is. Both it is. losses have been heavily, heavily influenced by very questionable referee decisions. Which is, I mean, I, that happens in close games, obviously, but not a good feeling. I'd rather just get my ass kicked than have the Rams win based on calls, and then have the Seahawks. I mean. This one was somehow worse because it's like it's one thing if a ref makes one bad call. It's another thing if a ref is just like, no, I've decided a result and I'm going to make if I have to make seven or eight calls to facilitate that, I will. That's crazy. I it's it is what it is. But so after halftime, the Cowboys do get the ball back. Unfortunately, on the first play from the Dallas 25, uh Connor Williams gets beat like a drum, and his man Tomahawk chops Dak's arm, who fumbles. And they get the surprise. They rule this a fumble, but either way, it's a one play turnover and uh, gives Seahawks another possession inside of our 30 yard line. And uh, they score very, very quickly. So yeah, that's two plays touchdown. So that's, that's Connor Williams contribution to the game right there. So it's now 30 to 15. Um, the Cowboys would kind of make a, a late push. The next two possessions were punts. With uh, six and a half minutes to go in the third, the Cowboys would get the ball. And uh, Dak would hit Gallup for 52 yards on the first play. Uh, and then on the third play, another 42-yard Cedric Wilson touchdown. So Cedric Wilson with two long TDs. Not too shabby. Yeah, kind of out of nowhere. I wonder... I wonder if they'll move to more four receiver sets. I doubt they do, but I would I would love to see it. Um, you know, Cedric Wilson, I think, earned a little bit of PT with that. It was fun. Um, so and that the, takes Slutty Schultz off the field, which I'm all for. Does. I like that. So that brings it to 30-22. Uh, the Seattle gets forced to punt on the next drive, and then uh, the Cowboys get the ball back, and they work their way down the field. Um, nice little chunk plays. And then, uh, once I get to the Seattle 43, uh, Michael Gallup makes a nasty 43 yard touchdown grab 
uh, Gallup getting involved. I liked it. Um, we do He's go for two here. Deep play guy, don't you feel? Oh yeah, baby Dez. Baby Dez, man, he loves those contested catches. He's man. he's awesome. He has great body control. He can go up and get. He can high point balls really well. Hey, so he scored a TD here on that big play to Gallup. Do we we go for two and don't get it? How did you feel? I mean, being down by one and being down by two is effectively the same thing. So. I guess you get killed if you don't. I know. It's just like, fuck, man. Like, you didn't. I don't know. I guess it doesn't make any outcome change in this one. I just, I'm always a firm believer you don't go for chase points until you have to. But it was the fourth quarter. I won't, I don't yeah. promote it too much. I just. So now down to uh, the Cowboys force another stop, which the defense played really well in the second quarter and into the, the latter part of the second half. Um, Cowboys get the ball back. Start at their own six, and they march Man. right down the field. This was a, hurt. If they could have punched this one in, yeah, they get to uh, they get to first and ten of the Seattle twenty-one, and there's a false start. First and fifteen, uh, they get a two-yard completion, and then Dak has incompletion to Noah Brown, incompletion to Michael Gallup, and they're forced to do a field goal. Greg Zerline hits a forty-two-yard field goal, so they're up one. Uh, but you've left four minutes for, you know, ob- obviously an MVP candidate to do his work. And right off the bat, Russell Wilson hits a 21-yard completion, uh, putting them on their own 46. And within two plays, they're in Dallas territory, so you know where this is at least going to be a field goal. Um, they end up scoring a touchdown uh, from the 20 Dallas 29-yard line. DK Metcalf uh, gets a 29-yard touchdown. And they run literally the exact same play they've run all game. They were literally just running this like little sneak out of the backfield. Yeah. And it, it literally scored every time. I, if I'm Cleveland, I would run, I would like Madden cheese this play until Dallas for a second. Stop it. <laughs> it's like it the guy you play stuck. online that just runs four verts every play. He just, yeah. Or, or just like all, all the best Madden players you watch, like do like Twitch and stuff. All of them have like a, a, a gimmick. Like they, have an elite defense and they just like run like a dive play with jumbo every single time. They just pound the rock and stop you. And they win every game seven to nothing. Like these guys, I I'm not totally convinced the Cowboys know how to stop a fullback, a spider two Y banana. Like I, I do not think that they know how to do that. So they score uh 38, 31 Seattle. And so Dallas has one drive with a minute 47 left to score a touchdown. Um, Dak, Did they get you know, two shots at the two as well, the two-point conversion? Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course, uh, because they didn't get it the first time. So, <laughs> yeah, obviously, you know, penalty need to. <laughs> it's just one of these games where you've already outlined, like, how many, like, little things – we fucked up on and I just and obviously yes we had shit calls against us but it just sucks that we get really into their territory twice in the end of the game and we settle for a field goal and a pick it yeah just, and we got and this, that's what happened here Dallas drove all the way down the field they they moved the chains um they got all really the way to the donkey, man how'd you feel about this drive a lot of people are bitching i mean yeah i, I think mean, you, i think you're just taking what the defense gives you in that yeah like, that, that, that's definitely how it was working out like they they weren't gonna right. get torched again they were giving you everything underneath and the clock is ticking you don't have time to like let 
your guys run around for 10 seconds every single play. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and then we get down to the third and 14th, and Dak almost gets sacked, but ends up, like, working a miracle. And- I really thought he was going to do do something when he got out of that. I really was like, oh, shit, he's going to find someone deep. I mean, he I mean, he threw a, a good pass. It just was triple covered, and there was nothing you could do. So, yeah, there's, a t- there's an interception here. Cowboys lose the game. 38-31. Um, well, it didn't yeah, I guess we can sack on a three-man rush the play before because I th- who was it? Was it Williams who got beat? Probably. I think it was always I think Williams. Steel and Williams messed up, but yeah. The uh, and and I guess we can address it. There was a play in this game near the end where uh, Tristan Hill appeared to like roll over with Chris Carson's leg in his arms and people have like made this into this huge thing. Dog, boo fucking who? I was going to say, dude, I give zero shits. Like I feel for Chris Carson and it sucks, but I don't like, I I don't care enough to talk about it or be. This this is a, this is a full Aggie mentality being taken on by everyone. It's not enough to win. It's not enough to be gifted to win. It's not enough to maybe, a little bit of like sketchy cheating goes on and you win. You need to be, you need to win by cheating and then be like, and we were victims and we were wronged. Everyone needs oh, to I apologize you, uh, to us after we've won. Like, dude, I, I see you shut watched, the fuck uh, up, dude. You've been watching the Houston Astros. I see. I, dude, all that. I can't handle those people. I can't. Like, dude, if, I'll tell you this. If Chris Carson is so concerned about what happened, he should go to his coach and say, Coach, I don't even think he said should... anything. This I don't was think he like... did either. Because that was because bull... the whole thing was overblown Dude, in the media I... story. But I think I... if he does have concerns, he should go to Pete Carroll and say, Coach, um, I think that us getting the refs to fuck the other team over is creating <laughs> frustration that's bubbling over into bad incidents, and we should stop doing it. Look, and it was problem it was a... solved. It was a Bush League play by Hill, sure, whatever. I have no sympathy for for Seattle, though. I mean, this is the same, like, team that had Golden Tate take fucking cheap shots, and, like, they started a fight when they lost to the Patriots in their second Super Bowl. Like, they, dude, they're a bunch of fucking poor sports, or used to be, at least. Actually, this iteration of Seattle is much more likable than the old Legion of Boom one was. But, anyway, um, it was a shitty loss. I think we knew it was going to be high scoring and our 38 31 hit the over. We didn't put units on it. We could have, but uh, I don't know. I I'll say this. The, it feels a lot like last year. And I know we started three, and zero last year, but when we started losing games and we're like, well, the division is really winnable. So like, we don't really need to win these games. And that's still true. Our division is really fucking bad, but man, I really wish we could, pull out some of these and we just did pull a hat out of our ass last week but i don't know you get what i mean it's just fucking frustrating like yeah i mean i think they're i i i mean i'll be honest i think they're a bad football team i think they have a lot of talent but i don't think they're coached very well i don't think that i think they've had injuries in a lot of key areas that are going to really hurt them and i don't have a lot of faith that they're going to be i mean this this is any different than like any Garrett team at all. I think it's a bad Garrett team. I mean, <laughs> I mean, right now, what do you, I mean, based on how they've played so far, what do you think their record's going to be? Nine and seven. 
And oh, that's the, man, that's fucking you are dude, way more optimistic than me. We play Philly twice, New York twice, and Washington twice. If you don't go minimum five and one in those games, then something's wrong. You yeah, I, mean, I think, they, I, think I think that they'll go. I think they could pro- maybe go seven and nine. Boy, man, like there's some really winnable games still. Uh, I mean, I, do you really we play think the Bengals? Do we play the Bengals? Like, oh, we play God, the Browns. People are acting like, thank God we play the Browns this weekend, dude. Yes. I mean, dude, the Browns could easily kick our ass. You they don't think Miles Garrett's going to come through and beat the dog shit out of whatever bum we run out there on offense? Uh, if we lose, then I'll be where you are, but there's we're not losing to the Browns. I want to like right. guarantee it on the pod right now before we get into it that we will beat the Browns. All right. I think but we lose to the Browns. I do think 9-7 and seven's looking like – I. I think before the season, me and you both thought, like, man, to get a new coach, like, this, we got fucking CeeDee Lamb. Like, yeah, the defense will struggle, but we'll be pretty stacked. And that dream of being an elite football team, I think, is gone. Like, us being up there with the Seahawks and Saints and Packers or Niners, like, whoever you think is the cream of the crop of the NFC, like, it's just clear that we're not, we're not that team. Like, we want to be that team, but I think we make the playoffs, but we're not that team. Man, yeah, I I don't think we're even in the, the good football team. I think we'll, if we're lucky, we'll win the worst division in football and we'll get mashed on by whoever we play first round. We have so many winnable games coming up that I feel, yeah. But you're right, a it's more, probably not a more, ta- a more talented, more cohesive version of this team lost to the Jets last year. And... I think they could easily lose to a Jets, a Jets esque team this year. Yeah, but like the Bengals or Browns, easily. You play them both. You play the Bengals, Browns. You play Washington twice, New York twice, and Philly twice. And they all look really bad right now. Like yeah, you should I mean, win all those games. Now I'll say I think, one I think of them. I think they'll lose this weekend. They'll beat the Giants. They'll get really? killed by the Cardinals. You don't think Washington, we can beat the Browns? The Washington D line will wreck havoc. They'll get killed. We might beat the Eagles. The Steelers will kill us. The Vikings will kill us. We might beat Washington the second time. The Ravens will kill us. Bengals is a push. The Niners will kill us. We'll probably lose one of the two to the Eagles, and we'll beat the Giants the second time. So we probably got four more wins, five more wins. <laughs> if we win four games, we really have to talk about like the whole makeup of this team. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm ready to talk about it. Like, I mean, thus you're far. You're there already. We both thought they were going to lose this game. Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, it's just so bad. It's so bad. They're bad top to bottom. They do the nothing well. might be the one seed in the NFC this year. Ah, man, see, I don't even think the Seahawks are that great. Like, I just think Russ is balling, but. Russ yeah, is really rest- good, but yeah, we'll see, so. Yeah, man, um, it's going to be an interesting This came up kind of side thing, and a lot of Cowboys fans are going back and forth. Me and you laugh at some of the delusional ones. Where do you think Dak is in relation to a Russ? Like, do you think it's close? Do you think they're equals? Do you think it's a way no, bigger I gap? Mean, like, where are you at in their I think Dak. Th- I think Dak is playing like a top 10 quarterback, and Russ is playing like a top three quarterback. Um, yeah. So they're I within... They're in different tiers, but they're the, the tiers touch each other. Um, yeah, that's I would what say I Russ, said too. Russ, Russ is elite, and Dak's in the next group. 
this year. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. I think you know Zach. You know we were watching. Uh, who I was watching with. You know he asked me, "Is Dak a top five QB?" And I was like, "On a really good day, like he's anywhere." Because there's like three or four really elite QBs that every single week give you an advantage, and Russ is one of them. And then you have like that next tier of really good QBs that um, are. You know what I mean? Like, there's just a little drop off. They're great, but they may not. They're not going to tip. They're not going to do what Mahomes did in the Super Bowl. You know, sure. They don't have that. They don't have what Russ can do, where Russ has elevated a shitty roster for uh, a shitty offense for five, six years. Now they actually have a pretty good offense, weapon wise. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm uh, I'm in. I'm in a trough of this season thus far. I mean, hell, man! If they if they lose to Cleveland, which I do think they will, um, <laughs> we're not losing to Cleveland. That's such a bad franchise. Like bad franchises stay bad. We're at worst a mediocre franchise. Yeah, I mean, the Jets are a bad franchise, and we lost to them. Well, so. that's that. Yeah, that was really bad. We need to stop doing this shit where we fall behind and then try and score. 30 points to to will ourselves back in games. Agreed. Agreed. So, yeah, they do have the Browns coming up this weekend. Um, where What's your projected score on that one? Yeah, so we'll preview it a little for people who don't know. Cleveland's been terrible. They have the first time they have a winning record since, what was the stat, like 19? I don't even know, dude. It's been like they since like, 2014 or something. 2012. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was still bad, but it's the first time they've had a winning record in like six, seven seasons. Um, they're two and one. Their wins are the Bengals, who are trash, but somehow tied the Eagles, which I love. I love that they didn't even like lose or beat the Eagles. They just tied them. Like that's almost even more deflating for Philly. Um, and then who did they beat this week? Somebody shitty. Uh. uh- Let's look at here. Browns. They beat Washington. Oh, there you go. Yeah, another really bad team. So, look, they have Baker Mayfield. A lot of people listening may uh, know Baker well. He was Tech and OU, won a Heisman. Uh, a lot of people think he's a big douchebag. A lot of he's just very polarizing. If you don't know anything, he does all those progressive commercials, which are fire good. Um, that being said, he does do good commercials. I'll give him that. He's been pretty bad since his rookie year. Um, Odell Beckham Jr., a familiar face in a different place. He's been pretty mediocre in Cleveland through 20 games so far. Um, And Jarvis, like, they have all these names that you think would be pretty good, but really their only two elite players um, to me are Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, two great running backs. Um, I don't really feel like our run defense has been a – issue but against these guys it might like Jalen and linebackers are going to get fucking tested against these two dudes yeah and I mean I think Beckham can still hurt you I mean he's not not a bad player he's just not he had a thousand yard season last year and I think he could still you know easily I mean dude if you put some mediocre ass whirly type safety on him with some (laughs) bum at corner he could he could torch you so could Landry um yeah I mean I worry the secondary is just so undermanned right now we just don't it's have the linebackers. Like, like your only yeah. 
your only line that's decent is your D line. Yep. Um, your O line's banged up. You have great receivers, a great quarterback, great running back, a good D line, and then everywhere else is a big fucking struggle right now. Not a good spot to be in. Not a good spot to be in. So that's their offense, their defense. Uh, like you mentioned, Miles Garrett. Um, he's the dude who hit, who tried to literally murder uh, uh, Mason Rudolph for the Pittsburgh Steelers last year. Took his helmet off and swung it at him. Um, pretty tight. Pretty tight. Somehow was you know only like suspended six games for that, which is like what Zeke got for allegedly doing something that he didn't. But. I digress, Goat. I digress. League's out to get us. They're always out to fuck us. Um, I mean, the refs are, so league doesn't <laughs> fall far behind. Um, we're favorites, the Vegas line, Andy. Um, we are, what, five-point favorites in this one? Four and a half, what I saw last time. Yeah, four and a half. So, um, I don't know. I think we win. We're at home. Um, I know it's everyone's calling like a Baker-Mayfield homecoming game, which is weird to me, but... Uh, I think they win. I think the offense has proven that they can score points. So I think we put up another 30 to 40, and I just don't think Cleveland keeps pace. I'm going to say it's a 31-24 game. All right, all right. Um, I may even say 21. I think we win by 10. 31-21. I'm going to say uh, 28 to 20 Cleveland. Um, Man, you're really picking the Browns, huh? Yeah, I mean, they got to the Cowboys got to show me they can beat somebody. I mean, they've won one game by one point this year, and what we learned about the Falcons is last week is they will choke <laughs> any game. No lead is safe. Um, so I'm starting to think that that was more about the Falcons than about us. Um, so yeah, I mean, if they, I, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm putting a lot of emotional weight on this game. I know it's not that big of a deal as far as games go, but like for me, is it a must-win game for you? Around, it's gonna be real tough for me to like have hope for this year. We'll beat them, brother. Just stay strong, all right? All right, it's, all right. Fingers crossed. It's the first game of October. You know, it's it's still early. Our division. We're still the division leaders. Go. I think we're tied for the division lead. We are, but you know, with a team that won't be there very long. Uh, so yeah, that is going to be this week's upcoming game. Uh, Ben, do we have anything else before we move on to degeneracy? No. Um, you know, just Marcus Lawrence is questionable. Uh, Tyrone's questionable and Diggs is questionable. Just so you know. Good. Good. We don't need those guys. We got plenty of talent. We're super deep at all those positions. So perfect. (laughs) Uh, so uh, again as always for those who are uh, averse either by uh, moral choice or uh, past history to sports gambling feel free to sign off now for those left welcome to bets will be bets uh, where me and Ben uh, frivolously spend our excess income uh, betting on football games Benny Sweets and last week was the first tough week for I cannot believe that Tech Fuck this coming and going, dude. They managed to uh, win the, the lock of the millennium, but also lose the game, which is just like they had to really thread the needle on how to ruin my day on that one. Man, that sucked. Um, but, you know, I still thought we'd be okay. We then took the Rams to beat the Bills, and then it looked like a really bad bet because the Rams were, what, 
like three point dogs and then they were down like 21 at half or 28 and i was like well fuck guess we blew that then they came all the way back led the game and the bills on a fourth and eight got bailed out by a bullshit penalty and they scored on the next play which Uh, rams fans can't really complain about because they get more bailouts from the refs than any team in history in big moments but still because i had money on them in this instance i was pissed yeah i was pretty pissed um then obviously we lost the Tech Texas bet. Um, our only winner this week fade the Jets. Fade them is, in the first half. It's it is so- a unbeatable strategy. <laughs> I love it. So the Broncos now- were three point favorites, and now it is a dead even game. It is a zero. I mean, zero Ben, you, all things equal, <laughs> fade the Jets, baby. <sighs> I know. I did get a little bummed, right? Because we had money on Pitt over Tennessee, and we took that last week, right? So we had two. They were two-point dogs, and me and Andy were like, how the fuck is Pittsburgh dogs to Tennessee? Then, by the time even the COVID shit happened, Pittsburgh was like a one-point favorite. Then all this COVID shit happened, and I'm like, oh, dude, Tennessee's not even going to get to practice this week, and we got the fucking Pitt as an underdog. That's a lock. And then the NFL had to go and fucking postpone it, Andy. So they already yeah, refunded me. I've got fucking Tennessee running back and Pittsburgh D in fantasy. So it just really ruined my whole weekend football wise. <laughs> sucks. So, all right. We also came up with the rule because I really wanted the Chiefs last week and Andy did it. So we didn't go. And Andy really wanted Green Bay over. New Orleans and I wouldn't budge. And if we had listened to each other, we would have had two good bets there. So we both get one lock. Goat, what have you looked at? What's your lock? So I've been uh I've been looking at this and my lock is the Baltimore Ravens to cover 13 and a half Holy against shit. the Washington Redskins. Well, they're no longer the Washington Redskins, they're just the Washington football team. Washington is very bad. They're bad everywhere except the defensive line. And I watched Washington lose by more than 14 (laughs) to the Browns. Also, I know you're going to hate this, but Haskins is a bum. That dude is a big old bum. He threw like 27 picks and had a fumble. He looks bad. And he does look bad. I just said Ravens I'm not got writing players, him off, but he has been a bum. The Ravens have players in the secondary. So I am going Washington to lose by two scores to the Ravens. Oh, shit. All right. All right. Well, go ahead. That's your lock. I'll go ahead and put 20 units on it, go. Um, and let's fucking go. Locked in. Let's go Ravens. <sighs> My lock. Goat, I don't think you're going to like it either. Oh, do tell. (laughs) I'm looking. And you know what? Actually, I found a different lock, so we'll go okay. I'll save you from that. My lock is going to be the Seahawks are going to beat the Dolphins by more than seven. Seven. I I don't hate that. I don't hate that. They can do that. The Dolphins just, are roughly as bad as the Cowboys, so that's that checks out. That tracks. Yeah. So I think 
I just think Seattle's just they're too they're gonna score too many points. My only fear is the Dolphins getting garbage time. That's it. It's my yeah, only fear. Fair. But I like that we're, one. We're taking it. That's my lock of the week. Seattle seven yeah, points. The other two that I that I kind of like are uh, obviously fade the Jets. I'm always in favor of fade the Jets. I will if the Broncos have three players playing against the Jets full <laughs> squad. I pick the Broncos three guys, and then. Uh, I mean, I know they they burned us last week, but I'm I'm still on the Kyler train. Arizona three and a half. Fuck, nah, I like don't know. That was the other one we lost, right? I don't yep. trust the Cardinals, man. But they are better than the Panthers, so fuck it. We'll throw we'll throw three and a half points. Yeah. Boy, are they already getting three? And a half? I don't believe in the Panthers at all, so I'll go ahead and throw money there. The other one. And I was going to say, the Cowboys are covering four and a half. No, you are crazy. Crazy. (laughs) The Browns are not good. Okay, also, you know know that if you – I mean, okay, go ahead and do it, but you know that if you put money on the Cowboys, you're ensuring they lose, right? Like, that's just making sure the universe will destroy them. Oh, dude, we can't lose to the Browns. I don't care what a single, solitary beat writer, podcaster – fan that you follow on youtube twitter wherever i don't care how much they say they're scared of cleveland or listening to goat they're the cleveland browns we're going to beat them all right put the points i mean let's let's put our units where our mouth are but i mean i guess it'll just i'll i can only get so sad so like (laughs) it won't it won't really affect me that much if we lose so um i haven't put on it well We'll have pending, but just know I want it. Okay. It's a noon game, so I get it out of the way. You know, yeah. I won't have to so, like sit around got, and worry about it. Cardinals minus three and a half. We got the Seahawks. Got the Ravens. Um, let's see. Is anything else that interesting to me? San Fran seven over the Eagles, but the Eagles could just figure shit out one day. I don't like that. Same with the Chiefs or seven. I don't over know. The, dude, the Eagles are so bad, dude. The Eagles are so bad. Let me tell you, I, they, I really. One of the are they games. bad enough to lose by a touchdown to Nick Mullins? Maybe because I'll tell you what I've I've really taken a lot of joy recently, and just every Monday I just Google Eagles fan reaction, and there's all these Eagles fan YouTubers that just make reaction videos to their games on Sunday, and the the videos of just them like lighting Carson Wentz jerseys on fire and like yelling in dirty Philly accents about how like Doug Peterson needs to be fired immediately is pretty amazing. Um, so, I mean, I hope they lose. I think they'll lose. I don't know if I'll put money on it. The only other one I want, I think the Colts knock off the undefeated Bears. Yeah, it's hard to tell because you don't really know how good Nick Foles is. You don't really know how good either of these teams are, to be honest. Let me ask you this. Uh, Is Trubisky, like, one of the all-time worst draft picks ever? Only because of who came behind him, because and what of, you gave up, and what you gave up. I mean, you yeah. get not not him as a player being like one of the worst. It's just the opportunity cost giving up yeah. so much to move up and take that guy when you could have sat where you were and taken Mahomes or Watson is truly yeah. crazy. Yeah. Well, I don't. I'm looking. I haven't decided. We have three in. We have to decide if we really think the Jets will lose to the hapless Broncos. Hmm. Hmm. 
Let me see what the uh <laughs> first the half. First the lowest quarter. over under of the the first quarter. Uh, how about this? Denver Broncos plus point five first quarter. Uh, dude, that's. I'd rather do the half. The quarter scares me. <laughs> Anyone can win a quarter. Dude, how about ten thousand dollars? First play is a run play. <laughs> I dude, love those fucking bar school guys. I saw one video last night that was like during the debate, someone had two hundred and fifty bucks on whether or not Biden would wear a mask. I was just oh. like, that is literally just you flipping a coin, dude. Like an informed coin flip. Dude, they the Barstool guys also did like ten grand on will Tiger hit the fifteenth fairway. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, tight. So yeah, at the half at half, it's still a zero zero. So it's it's all zeros. The only game, the only part of the game oh, with the spread wow. is the first quarter has a half a point spread in either direction. Oh, so weird. Um. Dude, I say we fade the Jets till it backfires. Fuck yeah, it. fuck it. Whole game? We'll take it. Yeah, yeah. We'll take Broncos. the Broncos straight up. Hell yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah, let's root for the Broncos. So that's our four. We're actually also, we're still eight units in the positive. As, as part of a long-term project, we definitely need to come up with one of those like crazy parlays where it's like so-and-so wins the Masters, so-and-so wins the Super Bowl, so-and-so, oh, yeah. you know, like, 15 teams and if they all hit we win like 50 million dollars yeah you know what we should we could parlay something this week we feel good about we feel good about stuff i mean none of these are like i feel super confident about except for fade the jets which is a timeless fading the jets yeah we'll just we can fade the jets yeah let's just fade let's wait till we have like a couple bets that we feel really good about and we'll string them together yeah. Yeah, we could. Oh, whoa. That's a weird. So I saw it update live. Nice. We got the Ravens from minus 110 as 13 and a half point favorites. Now the Ravens are minus 115, 13 and a half favorites. Look at us lock that in. Uh our payout's probably like five cents higher. Fuck yeah. Well, that's good for now. I'm, I'm flirting with this Niners beating Philly, but do I really think Philly will start four, oh, and four, oh, three and one? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if I feel any of these. We'll find out. All right. Is there anything else we need to get done this week, Ben, or are we, uh, we wrapping up? We're wrapping. I will be right. actually missing the Cowboys game. I will be golfing, so I won't even have to see the Cowboys play the Browns. So no go you're so confident. You're not having to put yourself through the torture like I will. All right, cool. I'm going to text you every bad thing that happens. Uh, yeah. We're doing a little tournament, me and the boys, this weekend. So hopefully nice. I, I, I got some hundred. I got 100 bones on that, too. So it could be a great gambling week for me. Hell really yeah, cool. hell yeah. All right, well, guys, that will do it for this week's episode of Boys Will Be Boys and Bets Will Be Bets. As always, thank you so much for listening. If you like what you hear, leave us a like, subscribe, and a nice little rating on iTunes. It helps us uh, climb the charts of the uh, crabs in a barrel that is the sports podcasting world. Um, also, you know, feel free to uh, drop us a line if you'd like to say what's up. Tell us our takes are terrible. Tell us your own takes. Ask us questions. We love getting feedback from any and everywhere in the fan base. So 
Uh, we'll be back next week to cover what I assure you will be a very embarrassing loss to the Cleveland Browns. Um, We're going to win. We'll see uh, how, uh, how rich we are from our weekend of betting. As always, I'm Andy Gatelli. Benjamin T. Walker. This has been Boys Will Be Boys. Take it easy. Peace. Bet the house on the couch.